Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, radio hotner. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Radio hotner. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers, welcome to episode 45, Radio Hot Lap. Now, if we were a really professional show, you wouldn't say one, because, you know, that's how they do that in kind of, you know, Yeah, but we, we do that yeah. for ourselves. Oh. We do. We actually do the lead-in. We do. Uh-huh. Always. I see. Viewers, yeah. welcome again. Hi viewers. Welcome viewers. Merry Christmas, viewers. Merry Christmas. And JP as well. Yep. How you going, viewers? Merry Christmas. And uh, the Rusty Sausage, who's uh, obviously got a flea. And as you heard from the lead-in, we're, um, we're, we're actually uh, doing the uh, let's have a beer to kick off, but we're actually looking at the marvellous selection of beers that International Paulie's bought. He's got he has. He's done well. He's done better than all of us all year. International Paulie's international selection. Well, actually, it's International Paulie's Australian selection, bar one, <laughs> which is the Tusker finest quality lager brewed and bottled by the East African Breweries Limited. P.O. Box 30161, if you want to write to him, dash 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Yeah, I no, it's going to be a Nigerian investment fund. Yeah. <laughs> Stay, yeah, look out in your inbox, viewers. Winner of the Gold Medal Award in the International Mond Selection. Mond? Mond. Is that medal? Well, uh, what's the next no one idea. we got? I don't know. Kenya's heritage since 1922, so it hasn't been around as long as West End. Interesting side note, looking at... Um, some beer advertising today as as I do. West End is actually one of the oldest breweries um, in uh, Australia because it's 10 years older than Tui's and about 20 years older than Borax. Is that right? It says so on the label. When did it, uh, when yeah. was it founded? Uh, 1856 or something. And that's just about the same time when Cooper's was founded. 1902. Not, Cooper's is 1902? Yeah. Uh, you know how I know that? How? Because I was standing today in the Cooper's, um, the Magnificent. If you if you ever fly into Adelaide, you've got to visit the Cooper's Bar and the Cooper's Merch st- uh, mer- store. Merchandising Store, which is really cool. And they have some really, really cool stuff. At the airport? At the airport. That's, That's right. Because right. I, was, I, I was there with my old man dropping some people off at the airport and um, I thought, oh, there'd be some good Chrissy presents here for the old fellow. And um, thought, well, I can't buy them now. I'm going to have to go back to the airport later. <laughs> and uh, I'm surprised that I could go... You go to the airport on some pretty early flights, and uh, there's always someone there having a slurp. <laughs> it's always twelve o'clock somewhere. <laughs> exactly. So that was Glenn in disguise. <laughs> mountain goat. We got mountain goat beer, India, India pale ale, which actually comes from my new part of the world. Um, well, it actually comes from Victoria, but the India India pale, India pale ale is, is actually pommy, is actually yeah. made in Suffolk because mm. they used to um, ship it out of Ipswich. Um, Rogers beer out of Western Australia brewed by the Little Creatures Brewing Company, and we also have a Little Creatures Pilsner. Mm-hmm. For the Hanna Valley, the Blue Tongue Premium Lager. And there's a story to be nice told about the Blue Tongue Premium Lager, um, that uh, our friend Josh in uh, America has uh, secured the distribution for yeah. that uh, product, taken it away from some, some people that were unable to secure it properly themselves. And Blue, Blue, uh, Blue Tongue and Villies Pies. And, and two is it. new. Two is new. Extra cold. I had a few of those extra super cold, you know. Oh, ge- I haven't had one of those. Geezer yeah. freezer, as they would, as, yeah. as they would call them. The in pop- fact, the first time I tried one of these was in San Diego. Pom's worst nightmare. Oh, there you yes. Go. Um, and the James Squire Golden Ale. Now, James Squire is from Piermont uh, Bridge Camperdown. Well, that's not where it's brewed, is it? 
Yeah. Brewed by Malt Shovel Brewery, or by related companies under licence from Malt uh, Shovel Brewery. Yeah. So this could be made anywhere. 99 Piermont Bridge Road. Camperdown. Well, we both know that that's not actually a very glamorous spot. Is that no, like, it's, it's not. That's where we're, we're, we're back on the pylons of the, uh, the Western distributor. Is that like Camperdown or is that like Campdown Races? Five miles long, do da, do da. So exactly where it's watched Blazing Saddles the other night. So exactly where it's made. We're opening better. these things rather than just the That's right. Uh, yes, we should. International uh, Radio Hotlap, the show where you enjoy a lighthearted look at the world of motorsport. Beers, barbecues, and emerging technology. We've got a bit of emerging technology and going on before Christmas. So. Emerging teppanyakis. Oh, while we're on we the have. barbecue subject, we'll be bringing that I'm up. Gonna a start, bit I'm we're getting that early, or what are we doing? Well, I'm going to knock the top off. A, uh, I'm going to have a. Well, I've had a blue tie. This is one of those crown seals that the uh, automatic free internode beer opening key ring oh, wouldn't actually open uh, oh, easily. Kangarilla Road, you beauty. Cheers, boys, and cheers, everybody. Well, so cheers, what, everybody. So Merry what, Christmas, What are we viewers? starting with, guys? You, JP, I've got, got the mountain the, goat. Little Pilsner's, a little Pilsner's creature. I mean, creature's creature's Pilsner. And I'm going to start with the um, Tusker out of Nairobi. Nigeria. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Lovely. Thank you. Slurp, slurp. That's what I said. Yeah. I can. Uh, I remember we went on a, on a houseboat trip once, we did, and we, we had, had little creatures, creatures, but they were the stout, the dark beer, yeah, and we yes. had nothing but it. Yeah, and it was actually a little bit heavy duty. It yeah. has a similar sort of heritage it's, in the flavour. It's flavor. nice if you're just having a couple before a meal, but if you're on a serious session and you want to drink about a dozen of them, forget it. You can't go past about three before you start getting sick of it. Yep, little creatures, four point six percent. No website we can tell you about, mate. Uh, uh, any other websites? www.dub.dub eabl.com yeah. which dub, stands dub, dub, for that sounds like a New Zealand term it is. <laughs> well, that's what the New Zealand do, do they? yeah dub dub dub, 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 dub. that's uh, unleaded mate 4.2% oh well this is interesting oh yeah the Mountain Goat India Pale Ale is Australia's first 100% certified organic beer Ooh. so you can found, find out all about that www.goatbeer.com.au there we are. Yes, they have a fine selection of all this stuff, and I just said to the guy down the road at the Bruce Brothers at the Nord Hotel, it's one way to find out to get a little get a little six pack uh, like this. In fact, it came in a Beck's box, and that's one thing we don't have. Um, <laughs> is uh, if you if you had to buy a six pack or a carton of this stuff, mm. you may knock the top off the first one and go, Ugh, this yep. is no good. Whereas now you can try before you buy. And incidentally, on that note, viewers, if any of you are in Adelaide or your Adelaide residents and you've never been to the Bombay Bicycle Club, uh, if you go to the Bombay Bicycle Club, which is a particularly good uh, public house, themed pub, or themed pub, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty good um, carries. They've got what they call a hundred beers club there because they've got a huge selection of beers from all over the world, and um, it costs nothing to join, or only the price of each beer, and uh, they give you a little card. And every time you go back there, you can do three different ones and get them ticked off on the card. And once you've done your hundred, you get a free—I can't remember what it is. You get up on the on the, the hall of fame on the wall, and yeah, uh, I actually had a little bit of a running with the people there, thinking I didn't think it was very responsible service of alcohol. And they said, "Well, why, why would you say yeah. that?" And I said, "Because that bloke's done it in three days." <laughs> <laughs> and it cost him eight hundred and seventy-six dollars. Yeah, that sounds about right. And it's funny—you have to have them in order. 
Yeah, you oh, do, do you? have to have and, them in order. And, yeah, and, and they give them this, to you in order, too. There's some that you actually go, oh, I really feel we're going backwards here. Mm. I'm not naming any particular beer. Uh, but, uh, but um, you know, some that you just, uh, you know, I well, I, let's, I, I remember KB as a child. Like, <laughs> something... <coughs> yeah, that's right. Green Death. Something better. Yeah. Um, and 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 only a personal only a personal um, taste viewers, so don't um, don't take my advice. But anything black and dark and warm and English, maybe it's my rebelling to my current abode that uh, beer should be cold and have bubbles in it. Which brings me to a thought that um, Formula One gets its first non-white driver. It does. Yes. It does. Lewis Hamilton. Actually, yeah. it look, um, it's got the gig with McLaren alongside Alonso. He actually... Um, a, bit, a lovely segue there, uh, uh, Hardy. Yeah, um, He actually got the nod two months ago, but they kept it all under wraps. Um, and yeah, it's going to be very interesting. He's gone pretty well in testing. Uh, in the last mm-hmm. test that they had in Spain over... I think it was Spain. Spain or Portugal. I think it was Spain. Um... After we look it up, auto fiction here, it'll probably tell us exactly where where it was. But uh, no, he'll go well. Um, he's in at the. He's certainly in at the deep end. Um, but uh, you know, he's ex- extremely talented. Won the Euro Formula Three Championship. Won the GP Two Championship this year with some stunning drives and magnificent in traffic. He's been part of the McLaren family since he was about 11, 12, 13 years old, and he walked up as a having won some karting award at the Autosport Awards, he walked up to Ron Dennis and said, I'd like to drive for your team one day. And Ron thought, it's pretty brazen for a um, for a young lad, but he obviously had the talent. And, uh, and Ron obviously kept his eye on him over yep. the next few years. Well, Ron signed him up and has been, um, or Ron and Mercedes have basically been funding his career uh, ever since. And uh, yeah, now he's got the opportunity to uh, uh, measure up against a uh, Formula One world champion. So... Now, Paul, you know a bit more about the inner workings of F1 than, than, than most people. Um, you know, it, it's interesting that you see um, Mark Webber has always been um, looked after by Bria Torre, but he's never driven for the team. Mm-hmm. So how many, uh, how many like, the, the current teams that are there, how many drivers do they basically invest in from an early age and bring them through? Because if Lewis Hamilton wouldn't be the only one that they've oh, got no. on the books. No, no. Um, Toyota have a whole bunch of uh, have a whole bunch of guys on the books, um, particularly a lot of a lot of young Japanese racers. Um, uh, Honda is in the same uh, is in the same boat with some young Japanese kids. It's what they've done with Hamilton is a little bit uh, is a little bit unusual, but it's kind of good to see and it's kind of worked out. It doesn't always doesn't always work. You know, you can be king of the kids. Um, you know, a good friend. Yeah, and Magnussen, um, you know, won as the Blitz, the British Formula Three Championship, won broke Senna's record for the number of number of wins, and everyone expected that he was going to be the um, the new Messiah. Gone into Formula One, and things didn't work out for him. So you know, you can it's it takes more than talent um, to uh, you know to, to make it at that top end. It's interesting to notice that uh, he's got the nod for the drive over Pedro Del Rosa, which filled in for uh, Montoya after he uh, went suddenly to uh, think about a career in America. Mm-hmm. Why do you think uh, Lewis got the, the, the drive over that simply age, or was it a bit, you know... No, because Pedro's slow. Oh. No, no, no. No, there are blokes... Uh, like, yeah, no, like, that's no, it, Paul. You're working with my clarity. Look, there are guys that kind of get the gig, and, and this is this is my theory. There are... You're, you either can win a world championship, or you can't. Or you have a question mark over you. So if you look down the grid, guys like Massa, yeah, 
possibly could win a world championship. It's unknown. Raikkonen and certainly he's got the speed to win a world championship. Alonso, well, he's been there. He's been there, done that. Um, guy like Weber could, you know, it's still uh, it's still unknown. He's never had the opportunity to get in a top car and a top team to see whether he can win a world championship. Uh, Fisichella, I don't reckon he can win a world championship. Uh, Jano Trulli, I don't reckon he can win a world championship. Ralph Schumacher, same thing. They're like journeyman type, and journeyman's a bit of a harsh kind of term. Yeah, blacks, Maybe blacks will go well, they'll win races and so forth. But I don't reckon they've got the, um, and far be it for me to criticise, because they've started a lot more Grand Prix than I'll ever get, I'll ever get close to. But I think if you if you want to be successful, you've got to ha- you've got to have guys that could win a win a world championship. That's where guys like Kubica um, or Kubica or whatever, however, uh-huh. you know, depends depends <laughs> depends on what telecast you're listening to. You get kind of the different pronunciations. Um, he is world championship potential. Um, Nick Heidfeld's been around for a fair while now. He's now in a decent car, and you know he only really goes quick when he's got a rocket up his backside and his teammate starts going quick. Well, you know you got to be That's able to. That's not a world champion. Yeah, you yeah. got to be able to turn it on, turn it on all the time, um, and that kind of <coughs> makes the difference. And that is the kind of situation with De La Rossa. He's not going to win a world championship. I don't think he's got the speed. He'll have the odd race like in Hungary this year where he. Um, was banging wheels with Schumacher and um, you know went really well and finished on the podium, but I don't think that he's got the ability to actually uh, you know race it all the way through. And there's been million blokes like that over the years. Yes, you right. know. I mean, Mart- Martin Brundle, Mark Blundell. Yep. Um, on a good day, they yeah, were good, yeah. but on an average day, Olivia Panos, Ricardo Patrese, couldn't cut it. Thierry yeah. Bootsen, uh, yep. uh, Rene Arnoux. Uh, Jacques Lafitte. Yeah, I was just um, going to say Jacques Lafitte. Yeah. Um, um, you know, Patrick Tombay, Derek Warwick. You know, blokes yeah. that they, yeah. they're good. You know, oh. they're, they're exceptionally good racing drivers. Yeah. But are they going to win a world championship? Doubtful. That's the. But then again, there's blokes that it's, it's always it's always hard to know. You know, it's well, it, it's easy to be Monday's experts because there's blokes that you would say. But have no hope of being a world champion. Then they get in the right car at the right time with the right technology, True. and um, you know they they kind of run away with it. But but those guys who get in the right car at the right time with the right technology, generally are in the top, say five percent. But they might not be in the top one percent. But the cars making the rest of the difference. Oh yeah. I think. But if you've got someone who's a natural talent with the potential to win a championship, their driving is in that top one percent, regardless of what car they're in, and so they still manage to pull a lot more out of the hat than these other guys that you're just referring mm-hmm. to. And uh, yeah, and that I guess is is the sort of thing that you were saying that that the people who are backing these people are looking for. Yeah. Well, look at guys like Barrichello now. Like he's not. Exceptionally good, won a lot of races, did very well at Ferrari as, as number two. Is he going to win a world champion in the next in the next five years? I wouldn't have thought so. You wouldn't think so. Button still got a question mark. He's won his first race. Um, he hasn't had a dominant hasn't had a dominant car yet, so you don't know whether he can stick it out over over the course of a full uh, uh, of, a, of a full year. Yeah. Coulthard. Yeah. Probably not, you know. He yeah, had, well, Coulthard's he, had his chance. He really, had, he, yeah, he, he had he had that opportunity. Yeah. But there's still there's still places for guys like that. Um, will Coulthard, like if Red Bull really get their stuff together this year, 
I mean, Red Bull has really come on uh, in leaps and bounds, hasn't it? I oh, mean, the, the, the performance of that uh, of that car with uh, Coulthard in it against Weber, you know, at the Australian Grand Prix that first time out when we saw it, was it one season or two seasons ago? Two seasons ago. Yeah, when they, yeah. When they kind of I mean, it was quite clear that yeah. they had done some really good stuff over the over the winter period. Yeah, mm. and, 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 you know, they're kind of one to watch next year. You know, they've got the Renault engine. They've... Um, They've now got Adrian Newey. They've, they've hired all the brains, trust all the smart people that you can possibly imagine to um, to come to come and join the team. And halfway through the year, they said, "Right, there's no point in flogging a dead horse. We're not going to win races with the car that we got now. There's no point in spending a million hours in the wind tunnel and a million hours on the rig and a million hours redesigning it and fine tuning it to the nth degree when we could be spending that time on getting next year's car ready." Um, and that's why they. You know, at the start of the year, they were, they were kind of bouncing around the top ten, and then as the year kind of progressed, they just slipped further and further down the you know, down the grid. Yeah, I think it's clear that uh, some drivers obviously have to work harder at uh, at keeping their pace up than, than others. Um, but you know, we have to look at it that everyone there who's in F1 is still a very, very, very good driver. Absolutely. And uh, mate, even you've had a bit of a dismal F1 career yourself, actually, uh, having been uh, cut short by weather. Weather? Oh yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you brought that up last year for the viewers. But no, <laughs> oh, no, we, we, we brought that up, but um, no, two years ago I was at, um, uh, without sounding like a... Haram, was it? Uh, no, 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 I was at Barcelona. Oh, um, without sounding like a really international jet-setting wanker, but uh, um, we was actually in Spain with uh, with Michelin running Actually, a program. I've done more flights than That's you right, I remember that. Yes, you have, yeah, I haven't done a lot of miles this year. Um, I remember all those photos. Yes, so well, anyway, we were at Barcelona for a tyre launch for Michelin, and we put... Uh, all these American journos through the Michelin driving experience where they get to drive uh, Porsche Cup cars, F3 cars, and then at the very end they get to do one lap in a, an 89 Arrows. Um, 99 Arrows. No, 99 Arrows, yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, 98, 97, I don't know. One of, the one Damon Hill drove, I can't remember what year it is um, exactly. Um, you get to do one lap in the car. So we put all the journos first, through first, and I'm the last guy, I'm the last guy in. So I'm all get in, get strapped in, you know, I've got the whole, you know, you can't do up your own belt, so you've got the mechanics kind of doing you up, and, you know, the, I'm waiting, 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 you know, I've been given the whole explanation as to, you know, how to start the thing, and everything I need, everything I needed to do, and all these other guys have gone off and done their lap, and they're all getting out, you know, and I did, they're just kind of like blown away. They, they can't just, stop smiling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm all, I'm, all, I'm, I'm all set to go, next minute I'm looking in the mirror, and the sky's getting darker and darker and darker, and I'm thinking, mm-mm. This isn't good. And you're already on wet because you, you, you're never going to be going fast enough in one lap to put enough heat into um, um, a set of slicks or a set of grooves, you know, the, the stuff they use now, um, to be able to generate any, any amount of grip. So they're super soft, they're already kind of wet tyres. But they won't let you run in the rain. And you're thinking to yourself, this could be the greatest anti-climbers of my life. Yeah, this is, this is, um, yeah, pretty much. And, um, and, and it was. Um, yeah, so it starts to rain and, you know, I'm feeling like a real superstar because now I've got a mechanic standing over my cockpit, you know, hold, a holding with a real umbrella. umbrella. With a real umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, within, uh, within half an hour, it was snowing. <laughs> Mate, that is, that is, that's about as close as you get it? to, yeah. um, 
we'll put it this yeah, way. Supermodels. It, it, it probably would have. Been, it probably went on a lot better than if I'd actually um, uh, actually got to go and then kind of run off the road in the wet and take the thing home in a string bag. I don't think it would have. Uh, no, it uh, have impressed my new client yeah. very uh, <laughs> very much in the early uh, in the early going. Yes. Well, look. Let's. But uh, I did get to go. I did get get to belt the hell out of a. Um, Porsche Super Cup car and an F3 car. Yeah, and there's was, some great shots of you in the F3 car. Yeah, that was yeah. just yeah. huge fun. Did, did really well. Huge fun. I'd be half a lap ahead, though. Yeah, you'll be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, in That's fact, another story. I, I, yeah, meant, to, right, I meant to ring go. you. I tried to ring you the other day um, because I was just... I just had the most amazing luck turning on, like, Foxtel, and there's, like, uh, American Le Mans series race yep. and, and with all the, you know, the panels guys, and, mm-hmm. and then there's, uh, like, the um, FIA GT GT3 championship or there's the LMS race or something. Anyway, I turned, I turned on this thing. It was something about super... It was a super motard sort of thing. But it was in America, and it was around the go kart track at Great America, and it was in the wet. Yeah, and it was, and that actually set up. It was exactly where we had been, and so I thought, you know, I better give you a bit of a, a call and just see what, uh, what you remember see if you were from. Uh, know how you like to come from behind. <laughs> oh. I was a half a lap no. in front. I was a half a lap in front, and I had about cheating, a uh, yeah, and I had about I had about a twenty five kilo weight penalty as well because I was a fat bastard back then. So. <laughs> well, you'll have to uh, come and do Classic Adelaide because it's a team equal yeah, fat, fat bastard, bastard right? <laughs> no, I don't qualify anymore. All right, uh, let's just move on to some more uh, relevant uh, topics. And I can't remember we we started to do a show last week, but we got caught out with uh, various uh, this, that, and the other things. Yeah, and I don't remember whether we actually uh, said a. a Congratulations to Marcus Akanovic for winning we the We did V8, on last week's show, but since nobody's heard, we should title, do it all over again. And uh, the Commodore Cup Championship in uh, the same weekend at Eastern Creek. Um, first person since Mark Scaife in 91 to win two Australian titles. We did do this because we kind of... We did the congrats. Yeah, because we did, we did, the, congrats, did the congrats and we went through when did Scaife win it. Oh, right, and, okay, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah, be the same time you wore it? one of those chats. In fact, I wore this is exactly yeah. the same shirt. So. <laughs> which means, so you haven't taken it off for two weeks? <laughs> no, 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 I haven't worn it for two weeks. Work so. how it's, how my, it's, it's, it's my radio hot lap uniform. So. It is, okay. uh, it is absolutely, we might even get a couple of shirts. Just made up... But what you're referring to, I know. Oh yeah, is what I was going to refer, refer to is that you know, um, uh, look, you take the proactive you take the press, marketing. You take the press wherever you can get it, and um, there's uh, been a full page ad run in the back of um, outside cover of Motorsport News with Marcus on it. Um, and far better than Motorsport News, it's been in the advertiser, it's been in all sorts of places. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know. That. Yes. Well, that's uh, great, and I'm just uh, to that's renegotiate my deal with Marcus. I'll make sure my logo's on the front, not the side, not the back. Yeah. Those are dandy cement mixes. Yeah. I, I, I can't see how we use a lot of cement. I'm trying to find the hot lap logo. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, back there. If, again, if you uh, watched Speed okay. Week last week on uh, SBS, the Commodore Cup coverage was excellent. Just so you know. Falcon XR8 Ute, now twice as unbelievable. Yeah, two years in a row. Congratulations to Marcus Akanovic winning this year's V8 Ute Championship. Unbelievable back-to-back wins for yep. Ford. Exactly. Well, we well, didn't have unbelievable back-to-back wins for Ford in the V8 Supercar. No, we... Well, let's, we'll get on to supercars in a minute, but I just oh, wanted to, to segue off to a bit of tech because the power of Acrobat is actually very cool because I decided, well, let's extract that image out and yeah. turn up with a Christmas card for Marcus. So uh, <laughs> And it actually worked pretty well. I thought, we'll it just has. put... Uh, a little picture of his uh, new weapon down the bottom of the toll car. So if you're one of the lucky uh, few to, to get the card from Marcus. Uh, Did anyone from Ford on his mailing list since you've stolen his image? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, they didn't ask in the first place. So there you go. There you go. Uh, excellent. Very nice. 
Acrobat yes. is cool. Acrobat is very cool. It is. It's useful, yeah, but I, you I, have you to think creatively about it, don't you? Know, you know, about how you want to use the stuff. You know the other really cool thing? I was doing a, doing a project for a client in the States this week, and I needed some street signs. Mm. And I found a an Acrobat file mm. with street signs, had all the signs that I need. Did you know that you can actually open that file in Adobe Illustrator? And edit them. And extract. As vectors? As vector files. You can ex extract. If they were vector files to start with. Oh, right. Yes. You can extract it back out of... Now, we're getting very techy for those people who are not in the graphics industry. But you can actually extract the graphic vector file straight back out of the Acrobat file. And the beauty of having a, a, a vector file, a, an EPS file, is, uh, for those who are, are interested, is that it scales as big as you like. So yep, if you exactly. want to print it on the side of a building, mm -hmm. it will always look beautiful, and unlike not... a bitmap, like a JPEG file, yes. which will start to look like big chessboards. Mm -hmm. mm. So there you go. That was Infinitely a bit of a, a bit of tech. Yes, well look, I absolutely enjoyed the, the V8 supercar racing from Phillip Island last weekend, and uh, congratulations to Rick Kelly for... Um, winning the, uh, the the title and um, that's uh, two Bathurst and a gold star and uh, I reckon uh, I'm going to Melbourne tomorrow for the Cams Awards, he'll be there and I reckon this time he'll be able to get a girl. Well he just might be able to. Well he was the, uh, wasn't he Australia's most eligible bachelor? Yeah, that's, that's, he was that and was that was the, the, that was the yeah. thing because we were at, we were, I was down there with, with Jack mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and who was and also Rick one of the at Crown Casino back. and uh, I think you've seen the, the photo of, of the, uh, from the from the Cleo thingo um, and uh, we're all having a bit of a chat, and, and he's going, geez, geez, Jack does all right with the women. I said, don't you have a girlfriend, really? <laughs> he goes, well, well, no, I don't. I said, what's the matter with you? You won two Bathurst and a goal, so you can't get a root. <laughs> he goes, oh, no, it's a problem. <laughs> so I reckon a Supercar Championship he's go. in. Yeah, I think he should. And his brother said, yeah. I think he'll be a bachelor for a while. Oh. Well, so, he, well, as a brother would know. His brother's married. Oh, look, I don't know. I'm doing, yeah. I follow this. Well, really, actually, when you now look at the front cover of Auto Action, if you look at those sideburns, there's no bloody wonder he's still bloody single, really. But, you know, Claire <laughs> thinks he's a darling. Claire absolutely Yeah, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, but look, but look, but look, but look, look who Claire now lives with. Well, this is a Like a level, of, a level of taste. Oh, is, uh, that is. I mean, if you had to wake up next to that every morning, you'd be looking at Rick Kelly. Yeah, hang on, Rick. Oh, ho ho, viewers. <laughs> Them being mean to me. But, but uh, yeah, there's uh, obviously. Controversy, controversy, yeah, controversy. controversy and, uh, but someone put it here really, uh, really quite well, saying, um, look, uh, supercars need a bit of a scandal. Absolutely. And, 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 and hey, as a result of the controversy, it's across it it's everywhere. It's so, like, yeah. Tony Cochran would be rubbing his hands together, and I yeah. think. Look, Absolutely. I, I like both drivers, but I am just, all I just want to quickly say was I'm actually pleased for Rick to have won the championship because it's some fresh blood into the championship, mm -hmm. and um, it sets up a really interesting, you know, scenario for the next year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, what I'm disappointed for is is that, uh, you know, the, you know, this 49-51% rule, really, yeah, it's, it's the, the marshals are there and the, the prosecuting officer to make the calls, he already served a fine. Yeah. In a drive-through, you can't be fine. You can't be like pinged twice for the same offence, like anything. And so, like, live right. with it. Let's get on with it. And uh, you know, it's just might be bad in some respect that uh, it could have some effects for the Holden brand. I, I think that's. Nah, I, I think nah. it's the brand. I think the brand thing is more controversial than the two drivers involved. Oh. No, the brand. The, the brand thing. The, because Holden would think it was. They will both go take take it. However. Because, like, if he had just clearly 
just punted him straight off the road. But it wasn't just him, though, was it? This is the thing. Well, yeah, but the Blue Boys have done... complaining about the fact that the red team was blocking the day before. Yep, and Scapey um, ran that's Scapey exactly. ran and, off the road, and that's which I thought, where, I thought was... Mm, you know, that's mm, where it all gets a bit and messy. But I really, I, I really don't think that uh, Hay got a drive through. I don't think it was anything more than a, a little bit of a touch-up. Mm. You know, it wasn't a, a hard punt in the back or anything like that. Um, but it's, um, you know, just, just the way it was. The interesting thing next year with the change in the point system with a greater... Um, a greater number of points for actually winning, whether that will have an effect on next year's championship because we've had, um, careful with the furniture there, we've had two years in a row where guys have been just Mr. Conservative, just been around the mark week in, week out, um, haven't won a lot of races. In fact, in Rick's case, like hasn't won, didn't win a round, um, yeah. wins, the actual, wins the actual championship. Next year, winning races is going to be uh, a lot more important. The last person to win an Australian Touring Car title, or if you call it that anymore, um, without winning a, a round, Bob Holden. Is that right? Back in the, oh, the Australian Endurance Championship, sorry. Ah, uh, okay. Right, okay. So, yeah, I think yeah. which was... Yeah, but that was like two races. That was like Santa and the Bathurst and maybe the Surface Paradise 300 or something. Oh, right now... Now, we're obviously moving on to the second round of beers, and I can yeah. see that I, my choice is gone. <laughs> Your well, choice has gone totally. I've been told I'm having the James Quill Golden well, Ale. I've had well, that. well, I've had that, and it's not bad. And I've had that, and it's not bad, but I've never had a Blue Tongue. Well, and I've go. never had a Rogers. So there you go. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Jen will be around later. Yeah, just forget about the ING on the end. Okay. Um, look, we've, obviously we're going to have to go back and have a bit of a more more of a chat about that. Um, but uh, just quickly touching on the the development series for Jitsu race, um, Damien White, who was the outgoing V8 U champion in 2000, well, it was the champ 2004, 2005, who taken delivery of Paul Morris's uh, one of his cars, Daisy, um, had an entry in there and did a sterling job qualifying ninth and got a fifth and a fourth. Um, That's fantastic. Absolutely, that really is it good really fun. really is good. And I think both Marcus and Jack Ells couldn't take. Um, Take some, take something from that. Thinking, well, hey, well, I've raced against these guys all the time, yep. and I know Fair where I too. can benchmark myself. And here Cheers, it is, boys. star Cheers. of the race. They put down there, Damien, um, uh, you know, what? Damien what? Yeah. And so over <laughs> in the chat room the other day, he was absolutely over the moon with it and said it was a very tough race. And then he has obviously gone well, on to say, well, given the fact that he's, uh, is he still like a long, tall streak yeah. of like yes. um, mm-hmm. spaghetti? Yeah. Well, yeah, a couple of hours in the gym and. That's exactly Maybe should take some tips from Jack, actually. <laughs> Not bad for an old Suzuki Swift racer from way back. Well done, Whitey. Yeah, he's... <laughs> yes, 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 he still has a, he's still got his edge. Well, um, as a result of the, uh, the, the controversy, that um, whilst we can't go into the specific details, I'll just have to uh, hand over the uh, the new uh, livery of the uh, the toll car, which has um, been um, on the other piece of paper. Is, yeah, I was just going to say, which is not that which has been uh, nice. floating around today. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, oh, very good. <laughs> and we uh, we re- really can't mention any of it, no, other no, than no, to say no, that if no, you do happen no. to find uh, the um, <laughs> go run around the web. Some extensive retouching there. Yeah. It's actually quite I clever. Who's no next was a brand. Yeah. Bridgestone's obviously got a bit loose. Yeah. <laughs> high carboy skirts. Uh, oh dear. Yes, uh, you'll no doubt um, Google it. Google the um, yeah. Google punt what? punt them off. Punt them off. Yeah. I'll yeah. see what you get. That's mean. It is mean. Yeah, it's, it's clever. Yeah, it's pretty rough. 
But yeah, yeah, someone's got too much time in their hands. Yeah. Definitely. They really do. Obviously. Obviously they work they work for the for the blue team as well. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. And obviously if this was a video uh, podcast, it would be a yeah. lot easier. A lot easier. To, yeah, it's like let's yeah. just think of, if you can sort of work out what an acronym acronym an anagram of mobile would be and, and some of the other words that um, well what did I do to my hand Ow, with a pin, with a pin? Ow. Oh, well, let's not pertic anymore. <laughs> All right, we're moving on from there. Yes, he's obviously questioning. He's uh, obviously questioning the fact that the tire manufacturer has um, was actually married when, um, <laughs> when when the mother gave birth about the, uh, the model car company. <laughs> Oh, yeah. very good. Uh, yes. Yeah. yes, very funny. Well, okay. our, uh, our, all, our mutual friend David Brabham has got himself he's a new seat in the uh, American Le Mans Series yep. P2 category. Yep. He's going to be driving for Highcroft Racing, which is Duncan Dayton, who has this state-of-the-art absolute bells and whistles, the most unbelievable-looking race shop. Leather... Um, leather stairs, glass frame. It looks like leather leather stairs. it looks. It looks like yeah, leather leather stairs. Yeah. Um, glass fronted thing, and he's got this like old X um, XJ14 Jags and Porsches and uh, a Bentley sort of and strewn all about this the place. strewn about and in the showroom and oh. the foyer kind of thing. Absolute Mickey Mouse. Whereabouts is uh, this? In Connecticut. Oh, right. Mate, that sounds like a, uh, a job for uh, Radio Hot Lap's virtual reality tour squad. It's a uh, it's a pretty schmick. See if you can uh, get me in there. Pretty schmick <laughs> part of the world. In fact, just up the road from New York, so um, any excuse to go and visit New York is always good. Uh, so, no, it'll be good. Um, there is all sorts of rumours as to who else will be in the seat alongside him. Um, Apparently, somebody with Formula One experience, so it's good to see Brabs back in a prototype car. And uh, of course, another one of our old mates, uh, Brian Herder, has been uh, signed also to drive a similar car, a Honda powered uh, garage for Andretti Green, stepping out of the Indy Racing League and stepping back into the American Le Mans series. Ooh. And he's actually going to be driving with Marie, uh, Marino Franchitti, with oh, that'd be cool. brother Dario stepping in for long distance races as well. So, very good. So what's news in the international world, Paul? Like obviously, there's been things going on in the last couple of weeks since we've. Been, what can you tell yeah. us? Well, a bit of testing, bit of bit of controversy today. Some of the, um, of course, they're going. The whole Formula One circus is going to Bridgestone next year, and of course, some of the teams are a little bit up in arms because they discovered when they had a little team powwow that, you know, they started asking, well, what's your tie deal for next year? Oh, we're paying two million. Oh. Well, we're paying five million. Uh, the other bloke said, uh, "Sounds like uh, me and my, uh, my three drivers." Uh, uh, well, we're getting asked for nothing. So um, some of the teams, particularly those, who, as you can imagine, the guys that are paying five million, um, are a little bit aggrieved at that uh, at that fact. And they're probably the ones who can least afford to pay, which is why they're paying it in the first place. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that can it's most of, most afford to pay exactly. it, um, including some red guys out of Italy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pay nothing. Yeah, pay nothing. Yeah. So you can imagine there is um, a little bit of concern with some of the teams of uh, a bit of favouritism to... Um, but to that's just like Apple Computer. They always give power books to rock stars that can afford it most. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. What do we get? Huh. huh. Nothing. Which reminds me of that Bono thing that happened. Bono. 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 Did, Bono. Did Which, the Red that? Nano. The, the clapping. Yes, you clapping. did. Did we do this? Yeah, we did. Well, then we won't do it again. <laughs> no, we better not. It's a great, it's a, it's a great story, though. It is it a is. great story. I oh, know we didn't I do bet it. Was... It was, we, it was when we were at Classic Adelaide, but we never actually did it on air. He well, then he doesn't do it so anymore. I think, he doesn't. Do I think it. you should do it now. Where was um, the place, Paul? 
I think it was in Scotland. Okay, it was a very large concert, and I believe he came on stage and came on stage and, 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 and he, he does this thing because he held his hands up. Of course, Bono was, does a lot of fantastic work for, um, uh, you know, f- not so much fundraising but debt relief in Africa. Of course, all the yeah. African companies are uh, indebted up the wazoo to the World Bank, and you know the co- the countries that have all the money, of course, holding their um, backsides to the fire, saying that they uh, must pay it back. And of course, while that is going on, they're not spending money on infrastructure or food for their citizens, and you know it's all a little bit, uh, or significantly third world. And as such, unfortunately, a lot of young children um, die as a malnutrition, whatever. No food, no water. So Bono, Bono's on stage, and he says, "This is where Paul Tall takes over the story." Says every time I clap my hands, another child in Africa dies. So some Scottish smartass. He probably had more than enough. In the people. dark yeah. corner at the in front. The, in the dark corner at the front says, "Well, <laughs> stop clapping." <laughs> and he yeah. hasn't clapped ever since. And he hasn't clapped ever since. Yeah. Um, mm. Which is um, a, f- a funny story, not a very funny, um, um, yeah, not a funny situation for uh, you know what what is going on in Africa and um, you know for master. The Bono, he does uh, does fantastic work. It's not every day that a rock star can just walk in and book up an appointment with Tony Blair or John Howard or George Bush and say, oh, or want, even Steve Jobs. I want to organise shit done. a red nano. Yeah, I want shit done, and it happens. So. But obviously, Steve likes his music. This is obviously. Oh, yeah, like, what exactly. have you told me that thing with Steve? Like, who do we? Who do I? Yeah. <laughs> what music are we going to have that I like? <laughs> That's it. And so you know. Oh, All right. Well, let's move on to, to barbecues, and because barbecues. we've got well, some barbecues. Big barbecues, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna this have to go to RadioHotLab.com, and I'm sure you'll put up some photographs of this is the cat's meow of barbecues. You just need a photo of that with a Christmas hat in the middle, and that can be the hero shot for tonight. Well, viewers, we've uh, taken a purloined at a rather discounted, quite heavily discounted rate because we were pushed the pushed the deal uh, down at Bunnings. A uh, very large teppanyaki grill, all stainless steel and teak and mahogany and pine and all that sort of stuff, and stools and chairs and bells and whistles. And um, we're going to have uh, eight, seven or eight people over for dinner tonight. And uh, bring to the market's got the prawns, the fish, the chicken, Sounds the good beef, the, the special fries that we're going to be doing. Got the sakis being brought in, wines, beers. Got to get on a flight very early in the morning, so that's a bit of a problem. And it, can you believe it, viewers? It's raining. Yeah, this for the is first outside. time in well, how many meets? Well, there's been uh, a bit of a drought here in uh, Radio Hot Lap headquarters, so the fact that oh, it is raining, <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that it is raining is a good thing. It is, but we didn't get much rain really. No, but every little bit helps. It's gone now. Every little bit. I feel uh, confident that it's going to hold off. What do you think? If it stays like this, it won't rain. Because <laughs> the mere fact that because uh, <laughs> because iPods and um, little recording devices which I can't see the brand on this little thing that we're talking into um, don't go so well in the rain so it's a micromat or something so the fact if you're still listening to us it means that it hasn't started raining yet that's right I did a little bit more research on this the other day and found out that John found out that the the button in the middle actually is the activator as well I just thought it was just an emblem but don't press it now because it's already on it can override the and, and it, yeah. Oh really? And that yeah. and why it sounds so good is because you can go to high quality and it does defaults to low, and the high quality of file sizes balloons out quite a bit. So it's uh, it's very cool. So that's a quick way of getting to record now. Hmm. There you go. I think it's been particularly good. Yeah, yeah it's a neat 
neat little uh, device, isn't well, it? Well, if I was doing a podcast and my name was Kevin Rose, I reckon I'd be getting my bum kicked from someone at Cupertino for being a bit obvious that he knew something about the iPhone. How did he? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but. But everybody, and we, we mentioned Yeah, I know, but he, was, but he was very coy about yeah. saying anything, which inferred that he knew he shouldn't be saying anything about it. Look, but today there's more more rumours yep. uh, that have come out saying well, that the price is much higher, but more like 550 and seven or 800 US for the 4 and 8 gigabyte model are going to be slimmer than a current video video iPod. Mm. Um, and only only through singular wireless. Let's and, just hope they come here. And are we talking still... Um, oh, well, no, the, the viewers aren't aware of this because uh, we spoke about it in last week's Scrap Show about the... You said Crap Show or Scrap Show? Scrapped oh, Show. Scrapped we did show. one, but we well, just, it, was it was a Crap was, Show. Was so it was a crap, Crapped and Scrapped. Yeah, it's been archived <laughs> for the bloopers file. <laughs> yeah, it'll definitely be on the bloopers later on. Does Crapped get us a, um, an explicit tag? Or? No, no. I don't think so. Okay. Um, what about... No, it's it. Apple or Because you don't want to edit. Well, you don't edit. We don't. Well, only when you force me to edit. <laughs> so we have had to edit. Apple applied for a patent for a ceramic device to be used in I mobile computing. Um, I hear it was like computing. Z- zirconia yeah. unscratchable. It's Cubic zirconium. Very light. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to the um, very, yeah, very the, scratchable the very iPods scratch. that uh, I'm looking at here, which is yeah. probably why the levels have just gone up, because I'm looking closer at the microphone um, and the face of your iPod. Very light, very tough, uh, ceramic, but it does allow transmission of wireless through the material. What? format so it's very added to 11 or bluetooth any, or as far as i'm aware any type of both. radio or waves are allowed to go through or, um... so um <laughs> it's not steve whether <laughs> whether or not this yeah, patent, red yellow green blue <laughs> whether or not this patent gets granted in time for the iphone's release the alleged iPhone's release, or whether it's for some future device, uh, remains to be seen. But it's still very interesting that it's a, a very tough, lightweight material that does allow um, transmission of, uh, of of wireless signals through it. Uh, interesting. Nah, it's all crap. I want to zoom. Interestingly, <laughs> interestingly, <laughs> a brown so, one, of course. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so the, the the most recent um, seed of Leopard 10.5, uh, still in alpha, uh, shows a a new component in iChat, which mm-hmm. is uh, um, a recording, i.e. like, I'm, I'm away and hi, this is me, and please leave a message, which is also a video component. Mm-hmm. Oh, so which could be linked to your phone. Absolutely. 3G, 3G video transmission. So next yep. thing, next thing, we're going to have the old Dick Tracy style kind of watch type um, yep you know. well and you can imagine Paul that you would be so able H4 to... to control this is Hop Harrigan and you need to be as old as my old man to actually remember that so you could just imagine that you would be able <laughs> well, to you obviously remember it. <laughs> no, I <laughs> no but don't forget you were 39 last week well, yeah, but not as old as some. <laughs> Happy birthday, great, uh, by the mate, way. Thanks for that. And it's great to yeah. be the youngest, youngest person on this show. So. <laughs> yeah. But not necessarily the uh, wisest. That's <laughs> right. But uh, that obviously gives way to customised messages for, you know, depending on who rings. So if it's the mother-in-law, there could be a different sort of video-themed <laughs> background. Of course, you're always busy at the office. Uh, absolutely. Or the wife as well. Yeah. Definitely not at the pub. 
No, no, never at the pub. <laughs> I just think that there's some pretty interesting themes there. There could be actually, because you could, if you were talking themes in that sense, yeah, you could theme something for uh, every identified number that rings in. Mm-hmm. So the possibilities are endless. So uh, of course, all will be revealed on um, January, January six or seven. I think it is. seven. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually yeah. the uh, second day of the show, uh, yep. Tuesday. Steve Jobs does his. Uh, Oh, Rust's off. Rusty Viewers, sausages. Haven't, we haven't welcomed Rust to the show today, but yes, we did. She's welcome, welcome herself right now. She's got a flea, <laughs> and she's uh, going for it. Um, what else? Is a little bit of news to tell you is um, new toys. Mm, not, I don't have any new toys. No, no new toys. No, no new toys. New, no. No. Other than the barbecue. Well, new, well, well, yeah, new gadget toys. Of course, the PS3 now released in the US and yes. Japan. Not available here yet. Very difficult. A lost leader. Uh, definitely seem to be made of unobtainium. Yep. Did you hear that? What's lost that? leader. They've they've pulled one apart. Oh, they all are. Worked out uh, what PS2. they think the cost of manufacture will be, and uh, worked out they're losing. I can't remember how many dollars on each one, but it's a significant amount. It's P- like Microsoft P- install install market. PS two mm. PS two was too. Is that right? Absolutely. And, and only it, initially as, as though? Or? No, no, no. Well, oh, it couldn't have been all the way through its life. It must have eventually yeah, come but down. But it's been developed for a long, long time, isn't right. it? I mean, and I suppose, you know, the, what's Moore, Moore's Law says that, you know, if every year the performance is, mm-hmm. is doubling or what, I can't remember exactly yeah. what it says. But, you know, by the time you've gone through the development cycle, you know, you, you, you need to keep ramping it as you're developing mm-hmm. it because the, the technologies are getting faster and faster. And I think now we're even hearing that we're going to have, like, eight core processes yeah, in, and obviously, yeah. if, you know, we've got to be multiple processes and eight and twelve, blah, blah, blah. Just, blah, blah, it, blah. The Wii looks pretty cool. The what? The Wii. Nintendo Wii. The new... Oh, game that's game the, 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 um, the um, gyro-sensing Yeah, so, so to actually play golf or tennis or some of those sports games, yep, you actually you actually swing it like you would, so you look like a right goose holding <laughs> this stick in your hand um, that looks basically like a remote control, like a thin remote control. And you sit there on your couch, waving it. And if, once again, if this was a video podcast, it would look stupid. So, so much more obvious. <laughs> that you'd see some bloke sort of sitting there, holding a uh, a bot lightener, <laughs> waving it back and forth, doing his best um, tennis impersonation. I suppose that uh, gives rise to some opportunities for the adult market. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only you. I'm sure that Johnny. won't need a video yeah. podcast to be able to no, figure that out. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, if, well, yeah. I don't know. Did it give you a warning on 99 and you change, change well. hands? Or... <laughs> Could do. Um, yeah, so some of that stuff is kind of pretty cool. And of course, then, um, yeah, the other thing is, is going to be the um, ITV. Yes. What do you tell us? Johnny, you get your... ITV. I, well, ITV is already up and running, and it's just getting it's just getting better and better. I mean, the 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 current version, which I think I was telling you the other day. I mean, I, I did the entire Bathurst telecast on no, the Saturday. No, not that ITV. Oh, the, you mean the the Apple the ITV. Apple ITV? Oh, but the ITV is only the code name. Yeah, not the, and also not the British network as well. No, but, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're talking small i, big T, big V viewers. Yes. Which yes, is that, Apple's uh, purported did, uh, uh, to be released at Macworld with all the bells and whistles, no doubt, because it was already previewed, and and uh, that's very unusual for Apple to preview anything. Why did they do that? I think they, they did, did that it because to stop to... people buying anything else exactly, in the interim. That's, that's right, and, to, and to, to give it a bit of a 
It was like Holden slowly releasing details of the VE for about the previous six months prior to its arrival on the basis that if they leaked just enough, people would hold off going out and buying another Ford. And Apple have done the same thing with this. They've leaked it, uh, they've previewed it, and anybody who's in that sort of scenario where they think, well, I need a device to link all my multi multimedia devices and to control... Uh, you know, uh, TV and video and what I've got on my computer. Uh, I'm going to go out and buy one of these. Now they're going to go, well, no, I won't buy one of those because I'll wait and see what Apple's ITV does. Now, can you see where you... I, I can see down the road where Apple are slowly, just inch by inch, step by step, are just getting into the phase where, particularly with video podcasts and things like that, where you'll be able to, once we get through... One of the other two things, either the band, everybody's bandwidth takes a significant leap, or compression technology takes a quantum leap. I think you're going to, I think you're going to find a, I a, think all a combination of the two. A combination of two. Absolutely. Whereas, you won't kind of watch TV as you know it, you'll just be kind of downloading. Yep. You want to watch House, or you want to watch Who Wants to Be Moving There, or you want to watch, um, TibetanKnittingPodcasting.com, <laughs> or, um, uh, you know, whatever whatever floats your boat, um, you'll just download that onto your central entertainment hub, and you'll watch it in high def. Yeah, whenever you want. Whenever to. you want to, That's and this exactly and, and this is where I reckon Blu-ray <laughs> and HD DVD, the new high definition. Yes. Um, the Samsung standards. has a player out in Australia for about sixteen hundred dollars. Obviously, paying a premium for it. Mm -hmm. But I reckon they're. I noticed are, Dell have just announced the book with Blu-ray standard. See, I reckon they're both dead before before you start. Well, not according to the latest survey. Uh, I read a survey yesterday in one of the computer reseller news sites that said that um, based on something that uh, one of the well-known um, survey type companies in the US did, that still at this point in time, 80% of people would prefer to go and rent a DVD of their choice rather than downloading from the internet. It's because they haven't got an ITV to be able to... Well, that's probably part of it. And I think the other thing is that because they haven't got the ITV, they know that if they go and get the DVD, they can watch half of it and then watch the other half when they finish dinner or whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, and they don't have to sit there and wait and all the rest of it. It's instant. It's You, you go to the video store, you pick up your DVD, you go mm -hmm. home and you stick it in the player whenever you want to and watch it whenever you want to. But it's a bit like your cable services. You know, you can have like cable on demand type... Yes, type movies. However, not in HD at this stage because of the because of the bandwidth. But it'll change. I mean, yeah. it, you know, I think you're right. I think it, absolutely, it's it will eventually kill those two formats, but not in the short term. I think those two formats will both take off. We'll have the inevitable war like we did between VHS and Vita. One of them will win, but by the time they've won, it'll all be over anyway mm. because things like ITV and obviously there'll be other players in the field. Um, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna catch up, and uh, it, that, that's where the future lies. Well, viewers are coming to the end of the year. Forty-five episodes uh, we've done in, since we started, yeah. and a few a handful on the side as well. Um, it's all been pretty good, Paul. Like, so thanks for, for making the time again to, to come and uh, talk. And we'll, I'm sure we'll do another one before you head Indeed. back over yes. overseas. I'd just like to say a cheerio to, to Linda, who's not well, who couldn't make it down this weekend. Yeah, thanks sorry for to hear your, that, Linda. For yeah. your input that you've, you've done this year and for all the other people that have been and on. And thanks the, for the uh, Christmas card too, Linda. All have been on the show. And also, Paul, like to sort of uh, send our condolences to you. Having, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, with um, your mum, Susan. 
departing last week, and uh, we will. Well, I'd like to put up um, a, uh, a lamb shank recipe that uh, she definitely uh, taught me. Uh, I already was pretty good at it, but she helped uh, f- uh, hone it down. Through, uh, it, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we're going to put uh, Nanny Sue's. Um, Lamb shake recipe um, up on the website sooner or later. For obviously, we won't be putting in a bit about the burnt carrots that Paul was referring. No, to. no, no. Well, yeah. you know, we had Did a. Did she burn yeah, carrots? Uh, yeah. Well, on um, no, actually, she was inst- on my instruction. I like burnt roast carrot. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's just the brown crispy bit. <laughs> no, we had the big farewell yesterday, and um, and uh, a big afternoon. I hear. If you're going to have a, oh, a, a report, you know, if you're going to have a funeral, you might as well make it a good one, kind of thing. You know, you, absolutely. You, you re- I didn't you, do anything for the rest of the day. Yeah, you re- you really have a choice whether it's going to be, a, you know, whether it's going to be a good day or a day of kind of celebration and reflection, and um, you know, look back uh, with fond memories as to what um, uh, all her friends and what she's, oh, what at... she's achieved, rather than be if if we we're all sitting around totally miserable, moping. Yeah, you don't need to be. Um, you know, we'd see. Um, you know, yeah. She'd be coming around kicking our butts. Uh. Well, I have to say that uh, I wasn't able to be there for that long. Uh, I had a meeting to go to, but uh, certainly in the short time that I was there, things were kicking along quite well, and I'm sure that she was looking down at us all have, with a big grin on her face. Yep. And, and, in a, a, and a glass of Riesling. And a, yeah, yes, absolutely. and I noticed that, uh, Paul, you managed to, in, in, in between that, uh, everything you still managed to have a, a bit of time to put a multimedia extravaganza together using uh, iMovie and iDVD and up on the plasma and all this and that and the other thing and the final image was uh, Susan there with a glass of bubbly in the hand so I think that's a, a, a very fitting uh, I think fitting, that's a very fitting thing. very fitting Indeed. memory thank you uh, do you unless you want to tell the viewers where they can have a look at your multimedia experience uh, actually if they go to paulandgenryan.com um, they'll see it, the link there Jen on the front Gen G-E-N paulandgenryan.com which and, I fact, actually downloaded and showed to Lainey last night since she couldn't make it yesterday because she got called into work unexpectedly. And, and for those uh, who want to know more about what International does, then uh, you'll exactly, see, you'll get a lot of, the place a lot to of go. stuff there. Um, yep. uh, and he's done a very good job with all that website. iWeb's a great program. Thanks, Mr. Jobs. Anything else? Oh, then Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, ho, ho, ho time. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. See you in the new year. Cheers, viewers. Have a great Christmas and a really happy and safe new year. Thanks for listening. Bye.